0: To occasionally posh, where we enjoy life, laughs, and shenanigans. I'm your girl, Chastity B,
1: and I'm Sunshine. Welcome, welcome. Today, we're having on a special guest, which is my mother. Welcome, Mother.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Glad to be here.
1: <laughs> She's so churchy. Um, but thanks, everyone. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for joining our podcast. We're gonna just talk, jump on a little bit of a shenanigans. But first we always start with a foreplay. play to be your first.
0: All right. So my question is, if you are getting a gift from your significant other, would you rather it be store brought or something made?
2: I'd rather it be cash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> um, I uh it depends on the occasion. It depends on the occasion, I think. Like, if it's my birthday, turn up, then yeah, maybe store bought. But uh, if it's like Valentine's Day or anniversary or something like that, something where you come from the heart, then something made. Tell
2: me you love me <laughs> in the car that you made. <laughs> right, right, right. So it depends on
1: what it is.
2: Yeah, I think like, my... I'm sorry. Well, me and my husband's style is a little different. That's why I'd rather have cash. That way I can get what I know I really want
1: instead of pretending
2: to act like I like something he got me when I know I didn't. But yeah,
0: I really like this. Did you get the repeat?
2: My husband's very old-fashioned. So if he buys me a dress, trust me, it's coming all the way down to my ankles. And me being five foot one does not need a dress to my ankles.
1: (laughs) That is right.
2: (laughs) It is not cute. (laughs) My husband is the
1: opposite. He buys stuff where cleavage is out, legs is out, then he be like, oh, you gonna wear it to church? Uh no. It's date night material that is not church material i do one shout and boo be all over the place oh, <laughs> in, in, yeah.
0: look up. All right
1: go ahead Chance. what you do? What you do um
0: so i think mine I, I would prefer something handmade it could be a store-bought gift but handmade because i don't really like like a lot of fancy stuff and i'd rather somebody put thought into it you know that's why like whenever I have parties and stuff, I don't I tell people like don't bring me a gift because unless it's something that's gonna be meaningful. Right. Or you know, something that I really need. But like uh, you know, people like to just bring random gifts. I don't want no gift, just bring your presents. <laughs>
1: all right, presents, not your presents. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Mine is kind of crazy, but you know I always gotta come for come for the mental. So would you rather have a psychotic meltdown down in a library or at
2: church? <laughs> I'd rather have one at church because I want them to start laying hands on me. <laughs> in a library, they're going to call the law and lock me up. And in the church, they're going to start praying and throwing oil and, and pour me in
0: water, <laughs> baptizing me, everything they need to do to get that spirit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd rather have it at church too. Yes, yeah. like, the spirit is touching up.
2: Because like, <laughs> no. the only ones that's gonna run out of the church is actually the sinners because they ain't
0: going know what's going on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I can see why people would say libre though, because you know a lot of folks in the the, the Christian community are very judgmental. So you know, people in the library, ain't gonna, they ain't going to maybe not see you never again in your life. But you got to see those folks at church every Sunday. So I can see why for some folks it would be difficult. Now, if you had a great, amazing church, and you got great, amazing leaders and great, amazing members. then yes, of course, a church. But, you know, we ain't always been in no great, amazing church. I'm just saying.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> and, if, and every church is going to have those members. <laughs> so it's going to be judgmental. No church is perfect. Right. But right. but but the time that we living in today though, if you do yeah. it in a library, they call the law, what's gonna happen to you? <laughs> right. They're it's not gonna treat day you day like day. they're not gonna treat you like someone who's having a even though it's a mental breakdown, it's still a medical breakdown because mm-hmm. mental health is real in this day and time. Mm-hmm. And most of the time they're gonna treat you like a crazy person. They're not gonna treat you with comfort and care. Right. You're right. Mama
0: came to preach today.
2: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. But Mama done been through some things. (laughs) I know that's right. I know that's
1: right. But you know, a lot of officers and stuff are really not trained well when it comes to that kind of situation either, which is the bad part. Like, they are the first responders. They are the person that's going to be there first. And they get there and don't know how to handle it or you end up shot or hurt or whatever the case may be. So that is a it's sad to say, but it's a scary thought. Especially, you know, people ain't gonna like it, but especially for the African American community. Like they are really more, they way more quick to say, oh, this person's having a mental issue when they're not yeah. black <laughs> than they are when it is with us. If it's us, we cracked mm-hmm. out, we drugged out, we exactly. drug whatever. They don't think it's a mental thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, in today's time, yeah, you probably way more safe at church. They might be judging you, but at least maybe you make it you be alive and
0: pray for. Right. <laughs> just talked about. Yeah, right. He's just gonna be talking
2: about. But they're gonna talk about they talked about Jesus, okay? That's right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. But you know, in church, it a uh, mental make breakdowns can be mistaken for a spiritual thing, you know. And because I can recall as a child, um a woman who actually died in church, they thought she had the Holy Spirit, but she was actually having a heart attack. and so and that's a true story and and sometimes in church stuff can be seen as something else Mm -hmm. Uh, because I would never forget that because you know after everybody was praising the Lord and shouting and carrying on everybody kept waiting on her to get up and she didn't get up and I was a child at this time and it was very traumatizing to me because for a long time I was scared to get saved I mean am I gonna die right here in the church Right. But, you know, that's Where why I said that. in a church, I think it would seem more as a spiritual thing than it would be, oh, that person done lost their mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yep. it
1: depends on what you're doing, but yeah. It, it does it depend. Mean, it depends
2: on what type of breakdown. I've been just around crying? somebody who said it, the green
1: alien was at them, so I don't know. Well, and
2: then I, know <laughs> I know I heard um, my husband, when he was younger, he knew a man in church who was married to one of his cousins, and he came in and He was having a mental breakdown and the way he had it from what i'm understanding was he was just cussing a lot and so that Mm. i could see you know that's not spiritual right he kept saying this man ain't no this this man and he was using cuss words and so Mm. that was clearly a mental breakdown
1: right right wow man mental health is real y'all please don't you know please don't afraid to get help please don't be afraid of therapy and black folks please start using your mental health therapist Gotta stand yeah, so,
2: And and part of that is because a lot of churches don't believe in therapy. They believe Amen. you go to Jesus. They believe you go to Jesus. I believe you do both. That's that's just me. someone, someone who has had mental issues in my life. I I've been in therapy. I've I've had help. I've been on medication. And 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 for a long time I suffered from depression, but with God's help, he he, he lined me up with a therapist that believed in him mm-hmm. and with the therapist and my belief in God and my third belief in God I got out of that depression he delivered me from that and right. I'm not saying that I don't ever get down but now I have the tools I learned the tools in therapy on how to deal with it
0: right. and I still
2: deal with it every day anytime something going on in my life I have to use those tools mm-hmm. and I have to use those tools and I have to use my word and I have to use my prayer and I have to use my faith Exactly. I just don't think it's either or but it's yeah. a lot of ministers who don't believe that you need to go to a therapist you right. just need Jesus mm-hmm. I, I think you need I both
1: I don't really understand that though because that's to me that's picking and choosing because you saying that people can't go to a therapist but your butt go to the doctor and get your blood pressure medicine yeah. so either you're going to believe in them or yay you,
2: like, you can't pick and, and choose that's, and that's how you going to do it Listen. I think a lot of it is a learned thing. As mm-hmm. Black folks, we was learned not to not to do therapy. Right, That's just what we was learned. That's why if you look at a lot of women who stay in, if you look at marriages, old marriages, you will see women, they stay in unhappy marriages their entire life because they are more taught this is what you deserve. And whether you realize it or not, that's a form of depression. When yeah. you allow yourself to be treated that way your whole life,
1: right. that's
2: a form of depression. And and they never... They tell to preach today. Yeah, <laughs> they, they tell you to go to church, you pray to God, but they never learned how to get the mental health. Right. God can help you with your spiritual walk. He can help you with your mind. He can even help you mentally. But if you don't know how to get yourself out of that as well, and, and get your way of thinking changed, to me, spirituality is more about your emotions and your feelings and your love for God. But when it comes to the way we think about ourselves, that's a thought thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, not a, it's not an emotion. And so if you don't change the way you look at yourself, you can love the Lord with all your heart, not love yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is true. that's what you was gonna say. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's, move let's
1: move on let's move on because if we keep on that, that's gonna be the whole episode no, um, I the other part she already owned it we might as
0: well you're keep right. it you right you right
1: all right well while she's here the reason why we thought to well the reason why i thought to invite my mom is because B encountered a letter um that was sent to a church member and we're gonna share it and kind of skim over here all right. Can you see it?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't read it. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I printed a copy out so I can see it good. All
0: right.
1: So I'm just going to skim through it, but it says as it pretty much is it's addressed to a member of the church, and it says as elders of what? Wo- well, we're not going to say the church. As elders of this con- congregation... start
0: congregation. <laughs>
1: We have the responsibility to watch out for souls of each member of this congregation. As we previously stated, we, we feel it is crucial to remind you that our Lord cons- our Lord considered it vital that no one can be involved in homosexuality and be in a pleasing relationship with God. Um. So it goes on to say that they sent their, her a letter and even tell her they sent to be a USPS. They're going to make sure that, that she know how they <laughs> sent it. Um, And pretty much it says, in light of your apparent lack of desire to hear our concerns, apparent lack of willingness to repent, and the public display of your homosexual lifestyle, we have no alternative but to withdraw our fellowship with you and must no longer treat you as a sister in Christ. Please understand that this is an an effort to encourage you, (laughs) a godly sorrow leading to repentance. Um, so pretty much, it just goes on to say that they're really sad, but she really, she can no longer be a member of the church. It even put a verse in there for, her. it said that they yeah. love her and praying it for her. taken out of
2: context completely to uh, me.
1: Right. And then it says, if we fail to hear from you by April the 30th, uh, we would understand you are not <laughs> repentant and do not desire to be forgiven of your sinful behavior. And it goes on and so forth and so on um so uh of course this letter is here um but we're just gonna this just letter is everywhere,
2: <laughs> just it, it, it is everywhere. It. and it's recent it's this month april yeah. 1st 2021 It's to the end of this month to, to reply um, yeah
1: yeah yeah so go ahead ma i know you're burning go ahead tell you tell you how you piece. well
2: the thing the what one thing i don't understand is that one problem with this letter is not giving the whole context of what happened between her and this church uh another thing is i don't understand why they would send a letter instead of trying to get her to come to them why you gonna tell me no one in this entire church has approached her as a sister in christ first of all to even have a discussion with her in a way that's not so Unloving and formal is the only thing that can come into <laughs> my mind. Because to send somebody a letter instead of just going to them and having a conversation to me is cold. Yeah. Right. Um, also, I just don't believe in throwing people out of the church. Mm-hmm. If, if 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 that's where she needs to be is in God's house. Um, was there ever a suspension? Because from the way I read this letter, there's not even been a conversation, and so I, I I'm not really understanding their. And the first thing that popped into my mind is this, is she someone who was raised in this church? Is she someone that joined this church? Is she someone? Because I went and I did searches and and on her Facebook page, it it never hid that she lived a homosexual
0: lifestyle. So from what I can see. She had recently divorced and started mm -hmm. dating a woman. Okay. So did her husband
2: belong to the church?
0: Now that I'm not sure, um, it doesn't say in what I'm looking at. Yeah,
1: which may be why they felt the need to kick her out. But still, but only.
0: but but still, kicking
2: somebody out of God' house to me is cruel. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't care what you're doing. Um, to me, if you're gonna kick people out for committing sins, church gonna be empty. Yeah, <laughs> because none of us are perfect. You right. ain't going to tell me there ain't other people in this church committing sins. Right. And and they might have had a conversation with him yeah. and they said, okay, I won't do it again. But you know, some people are going to still do the same stuff over and over and over. And because to me, the problem that I do have with this is that it's everything in God's time, not man's time. Right. How they know God ain't dealing with her on this. Right? And I look at me, anything, a sin is a sin. There's right. no big sin, there's no little sin. That's why I'm saying you condemning her for her sin and you kicking her out for her sin. Are you if you doing that, if that's what you practicing, your church would be empty. I mean, and I thought to myself, I can understand them not wanting her to lead Bible study. I can understand her not want her to be over children's church. I can understand her them not wanting her to hold a position because of her lifestyle. Because you do have to be careful when you is. God's word is clear, and the scriptures that they used are actual scriptures. But to me, they used them more as a weapon than they did anything else. Because in God's word, it does say that you're supposed to remove yourself from around people like that, because I I, I researched the scriptures. But I think God also wants us to remember his most important scripture. The the thing that's most important to him is God is a God of love. Love is the most important. When you think about the three things that's most important to him, love is the most important one. To me, this does not show love at all. It has no love in it whatsoever. And to actually use God's word against her to prove their point to me was cruel. And I just don't, I I, I think I thought about would my pastor put somebody out of church for that? And I'm like, I don't think he would. I don't think my pastor would. I haven't asked him but I know that we've had people who lived that lifestyle come to our church and we ain't never asked them to
0: leave
2: <laughs> and so I, I'm this really bothered me it did because if they kick her out I was a smoker for years when they was able to kick me out for that but guess what happened yeah. God God removed that from my life in God's time not man's time so they doing stuff to me in their own time I just I don't understand I mean this is I mean this is one of the things that has actually came across to me and I was like what can I say? I don't know what to say. <laughs> right. I mean and you know, I'm gonna tell you it's hard it's hard for me to be quiet, but I just <laughs> this thing just really threw me. And I had discussions with people at my job today about it, and some agreed with it. Well, let me change that. One person agreed with it, the other ones was like, you don't kick them out of church though. No, the person that agreed with it. <laughs> he, he he actually knows this church and he says it's a good church and he says that you know and then me and him mm-hmm. had a discussion about it back and forth and i told him because he used an the example that he used said there was someone who was committing adultery and and and, and where he faults her at is that she never responded to them
1: but why does she have to okay.
2: right. my, and she that's have what to? i said to him i said well to me first and foremost in a letter so informal why would she because to me, if you really care about my soul, if you really care about whether I'm going to heaven or hell, why come someone has not pulled me to the side and had a conversation with me? I said, you going to mean to tell me nobody in this church has ever had a conversation with this woman. He said, they probably ain't. I said, but that don't make no sense to me. But it's even if nothing. they did
1: have a conversation with her and she still lived that lifestyle, that don't mean you kick her out.
0: Right, no, at the end you of the know. day, that's
1: between her and God. Like, why do we feel like we have so much power where it don't? I mean, you supposed to just lay it on the altar. Yes, I'm she's a, supposed a, to have a conversation a, with them. Yes, she's supposed to let them know what they're doing is not right. But yes. at the end of the day, that's between that's up to that person, and that's between the relationship they have with the, their Lord and Savior
2: Jesus Christ. It's
0: now, like man got now, too much
2: power. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, be, but just me being devil's advocate, too. This 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 is one problem that I guess that I have with all these different type of churches is that it's not God's church, it's the denominational churches. Mm-hmm. They had they set their own rules and regulations, not God's right. regulations. They right. set their own regulation, and in their bystanders that probably state, we have the authority to do this, 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 and this, and this. And if she knew this, why she was a member, I wouldn't have stayed. If you know that your church would kick you out for this type of lifestyle, I wouldn't have stayed. But that was her choice to do. Maybe she was trying to make a point. I don't know. Because evidently, this is not the first time they have done this. Because you don't want to know the thing that bothered me the most about this letter? Isn't it where it state that come that Sunday after the April 30th, they were standing in church on Sunday morning and announced the church what they did to her. And now that bothered me more than anything. If you remove someone from your church, you don't stand before... And, 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 me, and me and him went back and forth on that, too. And I said, well, first of all, he said, what they'll probably do is just tell the visitors leave. I said, no, they ain't. I said, if they want to just tell the members, they do that at a member's meeting. They don't do that on Sunday morning Sunday worship morning. service where the focus is supposed to be on God and God alone. That's mm-hmm. just that's just cruel, rude, and mean. Mm-hmm. I said, what they're trying to do is use an example out of her. Use right. her as a weapon towards the other members of the church that they probably want to get rid of too, but they ain't had the gall to step up and do. So they, what they did was chose the one person that seems the most outlandish and going to use her for an example, which you don't use God's word for
0: that either.
2: Wow. You don't use his word well, for know, that either.
0: Um, Whenever I first saw the letter and I was reading it, and I was like, I honestly feel like the only reason that they made it such an issue is because she is dating a woman like that. People churches, a lot of churches, they zone in on that one sin. And that is like the biggest sin that people can commit, but they act like everything else is okay. Like it's okay for you to go out and drink. It's okay for you to go out and smoke. It's okay for you to overeat. It's okay for you to eat pork. It's okay for you to, do all this other stuff. You can do everything, and everything is okay, because you know on Sunday sometimes, first Sundays or after funerals and all that kind of stuff, they feed you all this unhealthy food. Yeah, feed you until you stuff full. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something that's a sin? Right. I'm gonna
2: tell you what a sin is. A sin, a, there's no big sin. There's no little sin. Right. Sin is sin is anything you overdo. Right. That's what a, that's what most sin is. That's why when I smoking, I was sinning because I would destroy my temple. When I was drinking alcohol, I was destroying my temple. If you overeat, you're sinning. And it, so that's that was my point. Are they kicking all those? Are they kicking all the fat people out of that church? Are there, are there no heavy set people in that church? Are no are there no people in that church to come in and you smell alcohol coming through the skin? I mean, come on. You that's why I said to me. I feel like they're using her as an example to try to control the other stuff that they would like to control, that they really don't see that they can control. But this is something they probably felt like the world is going to agree with us on this because God says that Mm -hmm. that sexuality is immoral. You know the word I'm trying to use for Mm -hmm. this type of lifestyle. And it does state it in God's word. But to me, that's why they just use this. They're using her for an example. They probably, it's probably some other stuff to me, in my opinion. I don't know if it's true or not. It's probably going on in that church. And they needed something Mm -hmm. to try to get control over whatever they're trying to get control of. And they probably felt like they would get less backlash from this than they would anything else. But guess what? They probably get more backlash from this. Because when I tried to go to their website, you couldn't even enter it. I didn't Mm -hmm. have permission. When do you have to have permission to see somebody's website? I'm a church website. <laughs> yes but you know mm-hmm. what i found the way around oh, it Lord. and got in anyway <laughs> i sure did because the first time because i just put in you know what was on the letter you know what it was i put in that and it like sorry you do not have permission to enter this website so i went another route sorry you don't have permission to so i i just searched the shirt sorry i said okay let me see hmm events Got right in. Because <laughs> I got to get you that event now. That's the That's money. Right. They want that That's money. money. That's right. Okay. And when I went to go see the event, <laughs> I got right in. I was like, wow, Chokes. really? Wow. <laughs> I, that thing, really surprised. me. couldn't get in any other way.
1: And I was That's like. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I just get aggravated by churches trying to be judge and jury. Like. You you can't control how people gonna live, man. You, you can't the way you gonna change because... the way you gonna change people is being an example, being loving, showing love, being there for them, being open minded, and being an example. And then they are gonna yeah. they are gonna gain a desire to want to change on their
2: own on their own. But it's gotta but be at you... God's time. Nothing supposed to be a man's time. It's in God's time. When you look at anybody especially someone exactly have, that have Asia on them and has had a very difficult lifestyle. They might've had a drug problem. They might've had a drinking problem. Me, I smoked. I didn't quit because I was in church for a year. Mm-hmm. I smoked for 40 years, but God finally, but he was dealing with me the whole time, but it happened in God's time, not man's time. And that's another thing I have a problem with. They, try, they want this done in their time. But like I said, they're using the scripture because if you read the scripture 5, 11, 13,
0: mm-hmm.
2: what does it say? It says that what I meant is that you are not to keep company with anyone who claims to be brother Christian, but indulges in sexual sin or is greedy or is swindler or worship idols. But it's talking about more than sexual stuff. It's talking about the other stuff too. So mm-hmm. where's the letter at where y'all kick the drunks out? Where the letter is at that y'all kick somebody who was alcoholic at? Where to let that with somebody worship the wrestlers instead of God? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because people worship, worship football players. They worship basketball players. You ain't kicking them out. Mm-hmm. There must be no idol before God. No one. But people, you ain't going to tell me that them people that set up in that church wasn't looking at Super Bowl for Sunday, rooting them on instead of sitting in God's house. Wow. And if they were sitting there, they was they was recording on the DVR, and they were sitting there Jessie. thinking, about, I can't wait till I get home so I can look at the Super Bowl." <laughs> you don't look like you got you like she just
1: hit you, like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> look. I wasn't recording. I was going home. I was like, excuse me. I got to get out of here.
2: That's my point. They're like, can
0: you stay for a meeting at the church? No. No. But
2: but Chas, did they kick you out of the church for it?
0: No, they didn't. That's my
2: point. That's the point that I'm making. And so to me, if you're going to kick her out, you need to kick everybody out of your church that's committing a sin, which no one lives on this earth. We sin every day every day was every seen. day that's why you supposed to ask god for forgiveness every day mm-hmm. and so i i just thought this was very cruel. i thought it was heartless i thought the fact that they want to shun her in front of the whole church that part bothered me more than anything if you don't want me at your church fine i won't come i i don't i wish she posted this letter but i wish she would speak out and tell her side Because it's
0: kind of hard to really understand everything looking at one side. You know, and I feel like even if she was to come out and say something, even if she does something crazy, I still feel like the church is wrong. And Maybe it's because, okay, so one of the reasons why this letter really, really bothered me is at one point in time, I stopped going to church because I got tired of people nitpicking and why are your skirts so little? Or I heard mm-hmm. that you was out and all this kind of stuff. Like, why are y'all worried about me? I'm here
2: mm-hmm.
0: on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. I'm worshiping God, all this kind of stuff. Like, why are y'all worried about what I'm doing? So I stopped going to church. So I used to just get up on Sunday mornings and look at church on TV so back. one morning i had got up and um i had turned to i think his name is david jeremiah or jeremiah david dr david something like that and he had um a table on the stage with some chairs around it he had a pail of dirt and some cups of water and he called multiple people up on the stage and he told all of them to take a scoop of dirt and put it in the water on how much they think they sinned in their life mm. so even if one person put one scoop of water another person might have put 20 scoops of water at the end of the day that water was dirty right yeah and i was like that right there was my whenever i saw that i was like that's right everybody sins everybody just oh like why like I, i so that's why i feel like the church is wrong like i don't care what she done as long as she didn't come in there and kill anybody, I don't care what she done. None of the, y'all are righteous. None of the people in that church is righteous. So why are you kicking her out? Because she's not the righteous that y'all want her to be. I told you why.
2: Because they got their own bylaws. And that's the bad thing about the church, everybody. I guess that's why when you have a church that set all these, I can remember when I learned, I joined the church that I joined. And and when they gave me the sheet, the, the, their bylaws. And I think the thing that amazed me the most, it was one sheet of paper and there was only three things on it. That was it. <laughs> that, that was it. Just three things. The last church I belonged to was a whole book. And, it just, I mean, and when you come to the denominational church, they have rules, they have bylaws, they have this, they have this code of ethics that they live by. But they don't always enforce them on everybody. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen anything this blatant. I've never seen... Someone's tell them they're going to kick a mat because of their lifestyle. I've never seen it. I've never seen somebody kick somebody out of the church. I've never seen that. No I mean, matter that what they were doing, I, I, I've never seen it. Right. in all my 55 years have mm-hmm. never seen somebody kick somebody out of the church. I just haven't. I've seen them set people down and kept them from doing certain things because of the things that they were doing, but to actually kick them out. And then after you kick them out, you're going to put their life on display in front of the whole church on a Sunday morning service. That yeah, cool. thing right there was what got me. Yeah. I just could not believe that they they was going to do that because you ain't going to tell me that God is pleased with that. I don't yeah. think God is pleased with that. I don't think he would be. And 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 what they need to do is really be careful <laughs> because they, they got to remember everything they're doing is being written down in the book of life as well. Amen. Now that judgment going to have them sitting right beside them. And, mm-hmm. and, and Chastity, <laughs> I want to say to you, when people constantly coming to you and doing stuff like that, most of the time it's just because they're unhappy in their own life. Misery loves company. Don't ever let nobody keep you from God's house just because they're talking to you. So the next time they they say something about your skirt, work shorter the next (laughs) time. All right now.
0: Now, That was whenever I was younger. Now I don't care because one of the main reasons I don't care is because I know a lot of churchy people that do worse stuff than what I do. And Mm. the only difference in me and them is i'm very out loud and very outspoken with what i do i post everything on social media i don't care you know i don't care what you think about me and i still worship god the way that i worship my god i don't have to be in church every sunday to worship him and when i do go in there on sundays and worship him i'm fine with going in there and worshiping him the way that i want to worship him with the short dress and the spaghetti string top and all that kind of stuff so i got over it i was like i don't care y'all can say whatever y'all want to say I know where I'm going. My yeah. heart be better than some of them anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's uh move along.
0: We'll be here all night. All uh, right. <laughs> like, like whenever I looked at the um just looked up that news article, it made me mad again. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: right, right. <laughs> Well, uh, let's just, we have to mention the George Floyd case. Unless you live Logis. up on the rock. Unless you live up on the rock, then you know that the officer, Derek Chauvin, is that you his last name? Mm. I don't know. That's was correct. Com, was convicted, um, I think, which is amazing. I think if they wouldn't have convicted him, that city would have been burnt down because they already had National Guard ready and everything. My <laughs> like they was
0: prepared, Okay.
1: <laughs> but uh, so uh, of course, if y'all if y'all don't know for whatever reason, he was a min- Minneapolis uh, police officer who knelt on George Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes last year, um, whenever he was trying to arrest him for whatever I don't even remember what he supposedly done. Uh- <laughs> okay, supposedly, <laughs> he
2: supposedly had he had supposedly had a counterfeit twenty dollar bill, which they found That's out later right. was not counterfeit. That's right. Food. So yeah. he died over twenty dollars. Over $20. Wow. Over $20. Okay.
1: So, yeah, he was convicted of second degree un- unintentional murder, which I didn't know was a thing, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. So the juries uh, deliberated for more than t- for 10 hours. For, um, Did it take them that long? I didn't
0: think it took them that long. I do not think it took them that long. They deliberated
1: for more than 10 hours over two days before coming to their decision. That's what CNN says now. Oh, so they must
2: have they must have <laughs> started deliberating like one day and then sent them home and um, I didn't think it took that long, but Man. I didn't think well, yeah, because be. it seemed like it seemed like the day before the, the defense was doing the closing hour, arguments and the next day he was convicted. He was convicted. Yeah,
1: they <laughs> may be counting all the hours that it took from the end of the trial to the decision. Okay, that might be that, that, that might
2: actually, be what they're yeah. doing because I don't think it took them that long. I think it was really not that long. Because right, I was surprised right. it was came. Kay- it came back so fast. I really was. Was. Because to be honest with you, I I, I did not expect a conviction at all. And and that's sad to say. It's just the life that we have lived in. Um, So many officers have gotten away with so much stuff that I was really surprised that he got convicted i'm glad he did it's about time it's past overdue Um, Mm. maybe now some changes will happen they will start looking at stuff even more i have noticed that even though and the sad thing about this whole situation is now (laughs) that what happened with george floyd has finally got everybody's attention it really hasn't stopped anything (laughs) they're still killing them they still A little girl got killed
0: arrest. right after. Yeah,
2: right during. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's still happening, but but one thing I have noticed is that that they're arresting them faster for it. <laughs> they got I mean, to look how long it took them to arrest him. It took them what was it weeks? Mm-hmm. And, and they arrested the, one... the
1: other guys who was just there faster, right? Which makes right. no sense.
2: Yeah, and 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 then the guy who got killed because he had the air freshener in his car. They arrested that woman the next day, which I can't understand. Somebody lost their life over air freshener. I just. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: It's crazy. The thing for me is that, yes, yay, we got to win. He's convicted. What's the sentence going to look like? Because did you really (laughs) convict him?
0: That's
1: what he's supposed to get. But I wanna see it actually happen because it's been so, a case before. So my where people is being this
2: convicted for- and they didn't uh, d- 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 My question is because this- I don't know. Is the jury gonna set the sentence or is the judge mm, gonna set the, the sentence? Judge. The judge
0: I think if the, the, judge- judge-
2: if the judge if the judge set the sentence, I feel like he's gonna give him the maximum. I
0: do. I think so too. Even I, though though I feel give like him a like- maximum. I don't know. That judge was kind of iffy to me. But he if you if he don't get 40, he better at least get 20.
1: Right. I think
2: he, I think he will get the maximum. I, I really do. I think he will get the maximum because if nothing else, one thing I do know that the judge did not like the defense's reasons for why he did what he did. Even he thought they were stupid. Right. And I mean, I mean, look at the reason they said, they said first of all he was scared of the crowd. That's why he couldn't get up off his neck. Uh What was one of the other yeah, he reasons? He looked real scared. Uh, yeah, he was real scared. <laughs> but he was over there picking rocks at the tire? <laughs> The other one, he had some kind of mental pause where he couldn't get up. Or, uh, I mean, it was just the the reasonings for this was just so outlandish to me. Didn't they try to say George Floyd died of natural causes? Really? Even Man. if he had a bad heart, it, 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 the the thing on the neck really made the heart worse. Huh? Mm-hmm. But I, I'm gonna tell you what I was proud about with this trial was the way the police told the truth. The way they got up there and they testified against Chauvin. I was very proud of the police that 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 surprised me no one took up for him no one and that every one of them said no this is not what we do but now they're trying to save face too though oh yeah you know that they're trying to save face
1: i just hope that you know you hear all these stories when cops actually tell the truth and then they're like they have a night. Pretty much, they have a target on them. Afterwards,
2: like, yeah, so that's not the case. But it was just, yeah. But it was just so many of them that told the truth. I mean, they yeah. told the truth. The EMS told the truth. The 911 woman, all of them told the truth. Mm-hmm. But I, I, but I think, um what is that guy's name? What's the black guy's name that worked for CNN? What's his name? um what he said to
0: me was just so, so true. You know, when they asked oh, him what I know, he but think. I, what is this I know who you're talking about, and I feel like I know exactly what you're going to say. Because I, I, like, yes! <laughs> I was like, yes! I was too, Shaz, and I was like, you better tell it, brother. <laughs> you know, and, he,
2: and what he was saying was that, they answered me, he said this was long overdue, but he said, but it took a lot of courage from a lot of people, he said, and he started pointing out, and I think the one thing that he said that really stood out to me is the little white girl that recorded the whole thing yeah. and stood there and never moved, never shook, never, she just stood there and she kept saying, I know this is wrong, I can't say nothing, but I'm going to get this and I'm going to show what this man is doing is wrong, and I thought that was awesome. he said the way the people stood this aside, what they did, everything that, that happened was very courageous, it really was, yeah. and then he wanted to turn around and said it was they fault why he did what he did. I mean, come on, couldn't you come up with something better than that? I rather mean, you would have said you had a that you you had a brain aneurysm and couldn't move than other than said that the people that were screaming at me made me do it because when they tried to come closer to him, they they went for his gun. So what was they gonna do? Right. right. And if he was really that scared, if you big and bad and bold enough to put your knee on somebody's neck for over nine minutes. If you was really that afraid of him, he would have stood there and been shooting all of them. Right. <laughs> he wasn't yeah. afraid.
1: He wasn't was was afraid. afraid. His whole attitude oh, was. was like, "I got the power. He ain't fooling nobody." Child, <laughs>
2: what, what? He <laughs> the same way. The way he just kept looking, you know, like he just knew he wasn't gonna get convicted. Though to me,
0: mm. yeah. But his face, whenever they was like guilty, he was like, "Oh, huh?" He kept doing uh. this. He kept doing <laughs> this. I go, what is
1: he looking at? <laughs> One of the memes. One of the memes said something about it. he was under his breath. Girl, I thought you was gonna, I was gonna get off. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, uh. He, I think he thought he was gonna get off. Mm. I think that's why no, they I think, really so to build, I think that's why they really didn't try to even build a defense for him because he thought he was gonna get off. Mm.
1: But he didn't. Hallelujah. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how they're going to, what this sentencing is going to look like, and I hope it don't take them 1,100 million years to sentence them to.
0: Well, uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's still in there. He ain't got no bail. He can't get out. Yeah, can t-
2: and, I, and I, and so that's why I feel like, that's why I feel like the judge is going to do the right thing because he didn't even think about it. He said, no, that his bail will still be revoked. Right. I, and he might have done it to save his life. I don't know. I don't I don't know but he might he's I, you know he's scared to go to jail because he know I don't think he's gonna make it. Mm. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I, I don't think he gonna make it. I really don't no. either. I, I think no he's gonna get in jail and somebody gonna take his life, and that's sad to say, but Yeah And I don't wish it
0: upon one. him. But...
1: <laughs> oh, that's between him and God, bro. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> that's between him and God. Now they got to go through and do the re- the trial for the rest of the officers,
2: right? Who's still in jail? Yeah, and they're they're on. Um, no, what, one they, what are they
0: charged with? One of them
2: I don't remember. But one guy got out at the beginning. Yeah, one guy did that, get out.
0: No, that was copy. him, wasn't it? I thought it was it him. It
2: was one that of the, it was one of the assistant officers because I remember. I want to say it was the one that. Had just started the job. The new that one. The new one. Because oh, okay. I remember seeing a video on Facebook where someone said, That's him. Yeah, the that girl him. approached That's him. him. That's the one who helped kill the- Yeah. So ah, okay. unless they put him back in jail, he's been out of jail the whole time.
1: Ah, yeah. Okay. What are they charged with? Just what's a charge for not doing nothing? <laughs> I
2: don't know. <laughs> just... No, they, 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 they are accessories. They are accessories uh, okay. to the murder counts. They are accessories, yeah. yeah. Because all of them lost their job. Van Jones, that's his name. Chastity, Van
0: Jones. Yeah, that's his name. That's his name. I love Van Jones. Mm. I can't ever. I can't ever remember people's names. I just remember their faces. (laughs) Yeah, I just remember his bald head because I remember
2: him crying
0: (laughs) when he when he said he had to explain to his daughters
2: about what being black in America is. And I remember him doing a video right after George Floyd got killed, and he was crying saying that yes. this really hurts it really hurts that this actually the officer really actually had the god and the forethought to know that they could do this to someone and wasn't even scared to do it
1: they not They're none not. of them none of these cases the officer in that moment is scared to do it like they just do it like
0: like it nothing. ain't nothing because they can't <laughs> and they, they usually get away with it which is
1: crazy well i'm hoping that this trial is going to change the something where they start well, I'm hopes, convicting well, these people. I know it ain't gonna change people from dying because as y'all can see people are still dying. But I so hope bad. it's least gonna and, start making people get convicted for doing they you well, supposed to protect and serve. Like you ain't supposed
2: to kill and, and choke and people out. Like, um I, at my job at the college I was involved in a um some of the classes that they do at the college um man named Paul Cash and what he does, he does classes with uh, different police officers from different areas and different counties, and they come to the college, and they talk about things, how they can be better cops and be better cops in the community. And so they had a questioning thing, then they used some of us from the college. It was me and another Black girl, and then Janet, uh, one of my white co-workers, and um, they gave us scenarios and wanted to know what we thought. And the first scenario, I Thinking about it now I start to cry, I started crying because it actually happened to me where I had got stopped by the police and they thought I had stole the car. And I just remember you Shadon and Adam being children sitting in the back seat and all these cops around around us screaming at me, handcuffing me, cursing at me, telling me to shut up, would not let me talk. I just, it brought back all that emotion. And um, and the reason why they thought the car was stolen was because I had just bought the car over the weekend. So that Monday when they checked it, the papers, had, the title hadn't been, the plates hadn't been transferred. So they thought I had stole plates and put them on the stolen car. Mm. And instead of asking me, they just wouldn't let me talk. I will never forget this. And so the, um, what they found out is once they handcuffed me and set me to the side and checked my car, they found the papers. Mm-hmm. that I had just bought the car and wow. so they took me out of handcuffs and just left me standing there and so they and some of the policemen asked me they said so they didn't apologize I was said no I, they said did you um Complain? I said, yes, I made a complaint. I said, but I never heard anything from because one of the questions was, if you complain, do you think you should have been told how the officer was punished? I said, yes, but they say they never tell civilians how People are punished. And I said, the reason being, I said, because the community already think they're just getting a slap on the wrist and ain't nothing happened. So if we don't know what the punishment is, we just feel like it's going to happen again. And I said, and when you live in a small communities like some of us do, you know who the bad cops are. So when you see that they back out on the street doing the same thing over and over and over, you know. I mean, and you know, and then so afterwards, uh, one of the teachers that was in the class, he wanted to talk to me further and stuff. And he wants to talk about why we think as he said I'm not trying to be funny because he said he gave a situation where he was talking to his neighbor who was black and they was just talking about how they don't trust cops and he said it really hurt his feelings being that they was friends and he know that he's not like that but just for him to talk like that in front of him it really hurt his feelings and he wants to know why do we think cops are racist why do we think we're treated different I said I can give you a perfect example he said okay I said, let's look at George Floyd. I said, this man put his knee on his neck for over nine minutes till he died. I said, a white man goes into a black church in Georgia and kill 18 people. And they friendly escorted him out with their hands on his back and put him in the police car. Not one time did they throw him on the ground. Mm -hmm. And took him the Burger King to get some food. I said, now tell, tell me what's the difference in that? I said, this man who they thought had a counterfeit bill, which wasn't counterfeit, they throw them in the back. They slung them around. They beat him up. They put their ne- knee on his neck. And the other ones put their knee on their back over a twenty dollar bill. This white boy killed eighteen black people, went a church, in God's house, and and they treated him like he was just the kindest, sweetest thing in the world. Now you tell me what's wrong with that picture? And he said, "You know what, Anita? I've never thought about it like that." I said, "When y'all come back to class," to- <laughs> I said, "I said when well, you come back to class tomorrow, I said them black officers you have in there, you ask them about that." Mm -hmm. but the one thing i did like about the class even the white officers in there every one of them apologized to me for the way that cop treated me i don't know if it was
0: real or if it was for show i'm hoping it was real
1: right right
0: right you know and that something that um small you know them sitting in there talking to y'all and getting your point of view it could potentially change their views they could go out tomorrow and be a whole different officer or think twice before they do things. You know, Mm. they like, you know, maybe I shouldn't take this to the next level this time. You know, I I had mentioned one time before where I had got me, my sister and one of my friends, we had got pulled over because we missed our exit and turned into a white neighborhood. Mm. And we got pulled over because we didn't belong over there. So we look lost. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back then we were kids and we thought that it was funny. We was able to go home. Well, my friend, he wasn't supposed to be driving at the nine o'clock. It was like 915. <laughs> but, <laughs> so technically we was in the wrong, but he didn't know that whenever he pulled us over. And the reason his reasoning for pulling us over had nothing to do with him. Not supposed to drive at the nine o'clock, and it was purely racist. And after the fact, after I grew up and thought about it, I was like, he was wrong. And I felt like my parents should have been more vocal about it, yeah. they should have said something about it. Then they didn't say anything about it, but they was probably scared or didn't think they didn't think it that was gonna happen. Was. Right. And then, um, when I got older, I was thinking today about um, because you know, I go down this rabbit hole of reading people's comments on Facebook on the post, and I need to stop. <laughs> but um, <laughs> people were say, you know, you get pulled whenever you get pulled over, you shouldn't ask no questions, blah, blah, and all this kind of stuff. And I remember one time I was leaving Sanford, going to Solar City. My passenger side um, seat was laid all the way back because the day before we had went out um, and whoever was in my passenger seat, they were sleeping. They just laid the seat all the way back. And I just didn't put it up. So I'm driving down the road. I get pulled over um, by a cop. He had passed me and looked over. And I guess he saw that the seat was laid back. So he slows down, gets behind me and pulls me over. And so I knew that my task was right. I knew I wasn't speeding. I knew that I had my license. Like everything was right. So he comes to the car and I was like, why did you pull me over? And he was like, oh, your light on your license plate is red. It's supposed to be white. (laughs) so i'm like i have had this car for years and nobody has ever said that to me i've been followed by police plenty of times nobody has ever said that my light was red but whatever so i give him my license and registration and everything and then that's whenever i looked over and i noticed that my seat was laid back i said that's why he pulled me over Mm -hmm. which it still wasn't a legitimate reason to pull me over so anyway after he comes back over huh that's not against the law. Right. It ain't, so whenever he, th- he comes back he up with somebody my license had... registration, mm-hmm. I was like, can I look at your light on your license plate um, so that I know what light I need to get whenever I go get me another light? Because, <laughs> um, I was like, I just assumed they all look the same. So he was like, huh? And I was like, can I look at your light on your license plate so that I can make sure I get the right one because I don't want to get pulled over again for something so minor. And right. he was like, okay so I got out I went and looked at his light went back and looked at my light I said it looks the same I don't see what the difference is he was like oh you know what it is the same
2: oh my god he full of yeah he (laughs) pulled you over for being black that's what he pulled you right because you know when we had that when I had that conversation with that man that had the classic was him and the the co-worker of mine both said the same thing, but our pastor said that, you know, according to statistics, this don't happen a lot. I said, well, y'all do realize a lot of times police got away for free, right? So the statistics read there wasn't no crime done. right? you can't go by your statistics. You just can't. You can't go by that. You can't go by that. And then I turned and looked at her. I said, let me ask you a question. I said, how many times you've been pulled over and asked you, was this your car? (laughs) She said, never. I said, now ask me how many times have I been pulled over and asked me it was my car. Christ for me. <laughs> <laughs> and because like I told them, Ooh. the incidents that happened with me, just like you, Chastity, I wasn't doing anything wrong. So my first initial thing was, why did he even run my plate? Right. Because I was driving a new car. hmm And you was, was black. black. And I black. was black. That's exactly right. Wow. Yeah, and then people place. they
0: say you're not supposed to question them question them but if i'm doing everything right and there's no reason for you to stop me i want to know why are you stopping me right. now that chastity i'm gonna tell you
2: they told us in that when we had that meeting they said that you do have a right to question because one of the scenarios that they gave us was the police come to your house they bust in your door you know you ain't done a thing wrong and you got a gun what you gonna do shoot them but before we could answer the black cop said somebody busted my house like that i'm shooting <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> i was so surprised he said and he said you busted my house uncle if you are a i have a right to protect myself you break my door down because they asked me and they said well after half me what the first thing you want to do i said they gonna fix my door right then not tomorrow <laughs> not the next day i want my door fixed now <laughs> i mean i really enjoyed that cl- i really enjoyed that it, it was interesting i can't remember what the other scenario was but the scenarios was just really interesting and, yeah. and and then they let us ask them some questions and and one of the questions that i asked was have you ever done this class and realized that one of the officers here didn't need to be an officer and he said wow. yes i said i said what did you do about it and he said nothing I, I, I put, he said, I, no, he said, I pulled him to the side. I had a conversation with him when I felt like I didn't get through with him. I contacted his supervisor and let him know he got a problem. He said, because I can't, he said, because first and foremost, I'm safe, sanctified and Holy Ghost field. I'm not gonna live on this earth knowing I did some, allowed something to go wrong without saying what I'm supposed to say. He said, if I know an officer is bad, I'm gonna let his superior know he has a problem that you need to do something about this. And he said, the problem thing is, our officers see a lot and I understood this I really did he said we officers deal with a lot they see a lot they go through a lot and for you to go and say you know I need counseling they scared they're gonna lose their job I but said but you know they can't lose their
1: job for that
0: but they they probably they probably the can't case.
2: But you know, North Carolina at Will State, but, but actually there can, or they can right. be put on desk duty, or they could be taken out of commission. And he said yeah. a lot of officers are scared to let them know they have an issues. I said yes, but if you are an officer and you doing this job for the reason that you think you are, when you know you got an issue, what's more important? You handling your issue, or you taking somebody's life unnecessarily? Right. And the black cop said, Amen. <laughs> Big old black people, Amen.
1: I know that's right. Well, I think they definitely need to do that. They need to interact cops more with people more often. I think that would help some. Now, some people just gonna be racist because that's just what they are, but yeah, they are they are but but, but I racist. feel like they need to do put something in place. Like y'all send out surveys about the census. Why don't you send out a survey and have and ask people how they feel about cops and well, take that in consideration they, whenever you training them or whatever the case may be because
2: in that when we was in that classroom and all three of us agreed there was one cop in there and none of us didn't think cared for me and Shanika the other black girl her name is Shanika we could tell that he did not care for us. And even the white girls can say, yeah, I I got a vibe off him. I said, I thought it was just me. She said, no, I got the same vibe. You know, it was just the way he sat there and looked at us, you know, and and we could tell, okay, he really don't want to be in it because when they come to that class, they don't really have a choice. Uh They don't have a choice. And so this is one of the things that they're trying to do to, and because they asked us, what do we think would help? And I said, well, first of all, in your neighborhood, you cops get to know your people. Get to know your community. Let them know that, that that you're human and you and you get to know them so you know that they're human because mm-hmm. it's easily to mistreat somebody you don't know. It's hard to mistreat somebody that you got to know.
1: hmm mm-hmm. And
2: I said, Y'all won't respect. I said you gotta respect people. Now for some, now for some it's it's not gonna <laughs> be, you know, it's gonna be like that, but you know, like the cops in South City, us people that do business here, we know most of them. And we know the ones that don't like us either. Uh-huh. You know, we know but there was one here, he didn't like none of us and he had read her. I can't remember what his name is,
0: but we he didn't like none of us.
2: Huh? You know, <laughs> it was like fiery at her. I and mean, we could tell he didn't he didn't care for none of us. He was actually the one that stopped me too, so. Mm. I don't know where he at no more.
0: <laughs> well, Lord, thank man. you, Miss Anita, for joining Yo, us. Man, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It I
2: enjoyed
1: really it. Good. it was really good. We we'll to have to bring you back. Bring you back. Maybe we we'll get time. Maybe we we'll get Chastity Mama on too. Oh Lord, yeah. that'll, be, that'll be
0: funny. Oh, my mama, gonna be, my mama gonna be throwing out some customers
1: y'all think I <laughs> but thank you thank you again so much mom for joining us thank oh, you to the, the end to this podcast please to make sure to go like um comment subscribe share 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 and we'll see you guys next week Bye. Bye. <laughs>